sunshine. Aloha, sunshine. And aloha, listeners. You, you forgot that part. Remember? Oh, I'm, it's been ladies, a while. I know it has. The ladies always have yeah. to. So give the listeners a little and aloha. aloha, listeners. Listeners, I, I'm just going to, I'm going to, you know, try and keep this week's show. Well, here's the music, by the way. Oh, it's nice music. And I, I, I'm going to keep this week's show as upbeat as possible, but also, as we said online through the Twitter and the Facebook, mm. this week's show is dedicated to um, relief in Japan. And, and you'll see what we're up to here in just a moment. But every week on the Zen Tiki Lounge, whether we're posting an old episode like we have done the last few weeks because we've all been busy and really couldn't get here in the lounge um or it's a new fresh episode like this one we always start the show with a cocktail and a little bit of exotica a much needed cocktail we're doing that yeah starshine sent a message the other day and said i need a damn drink Mm -hmm. and i said i think i can arrange that for you and well um we're having blackbeard's ghost it's very tasty Got this drink from, you know, one of my favorite places. When it's not coming from my own head, it's coming from one of Beach Bum Berry's books. And this one comes from the application for the iPhone. Hmm. This one's very good. I could drink it every day. I think I should take it to work since work is what's stressing me out. <laughs> put it in a thermos. Put it in a thermos. <laughs> maybe, maybe you should. I'm allowed to have prepackaged snacks and drinks at my desk, so... Well, I am too. Wait, they 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 have to be prepackaged. Well, there was some kind of memo that went around last week about. So you can't bring like a sandwich in a Ziploc bag. I, I'd have to go on my lunch and leave my office. They don't want us taking. Are you are you kidding? They don't want us taking our lunches in our office anymore because a lot of people uh, work through their lunch, and that's a no no because we. Oh, because you know, California. Yeah. Yes, yes. And so you have to have at least a thirty minute yeah. meal period. Yes. Uh huh. So. Oh well. Whatever. I go to the gym on my lunch anyway. Well, okay, and but they can't stop you from doing that, right? No, they want me to leave the building, so... Okay. <laughs> well, listeners, we want to say thank you for joining us here in the lounge. Uh, we are getting closer and closer to uh, summer. We just sprung forward. Vegas. And, uh, yes, yeah, Starshine and I will be heading to Vegas with the uh, husbands, boyfriends, significant others, and senators, whatever we want to call them. Brother. My Bro- parents. Brother and parents, yes. Uh <laughs> And is your is your uh, mother staying with us at the same hotel? Yes, she is. Oh, so I would imagine somewhere she might offer to pay for something. She might, but we're Which, getting an awful lot of buffets for free that time. Well, we, and we certainly don't expect her to do that. But the last two times I was in Vegas with your mother, she she did uh, whip out that credit card quite a little she bit. She does like to do that, um, but she certainly doesn't need to because we are capable of taking care of ourselves these days. And really, I believe that you and your boyfriend together, and me and my husband together, make more than my mother. Which is. Quite a bit, because, well, she's not exactly in the poorhouse. No, she's not, but my father doesn't work anymore. Oh, yes, yeah, So there's right. one salary, okay. but All right, well. But she still makes good money. Okay, well, um, why don't we go see if we can find um, the mailbag? I know the mailbag is full of some uh, Japan-related uh, themes. Okay. And so let's, um, let me reach uh, deep down in there and see if I can find that, and we'll be right back. Tiki mail. Hmm, your sack looks like it hasn't been used in three weeks. And it needs music. Yeah, mm, music. And maybe a good <laughs> shave. Uh, okay, actually, um, I 
did that this morning. Oh, well. <laughs> and when a man shaves, does he use like a, ra- a regular razor or electric razor? I use an I use a regular and uh-huh. I do it in the shower. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Do you ever get razor burn down there? Never. Interesting. Never. It's actually I get razor burn on every part of my body. Of course, the first time I was a little leery. Uh-huh. Um, but it no, never never an issue. I get razor burn for everything. Even when I wax. I know Kehlani's a big proponent of Brazilian wax. Waxing yes. gives me razor burn too. I can't do any of it. Uh, I nared once, but not down there. Nared gave me <laughs> but a I, rash I nared, too. I nared the legs one time as like a dare, uh-huh. you know, and uh, yeah, that gave me a rash. Yeah, it's irritating. But back to the mailbag. All right. So uh, Kaji from Japan sent this letter a couple days ago and um, actually made me think about something and change my mind about something that I was dead set against. Mm-hmm. So Kaji wrote and said... I only had superficial damage in the quake, so much luckier than many others. My family is okay and my friends are all accounted for, and I know that rum in plastic bottles is usually frowned on, but it's the only rum that made it through the quake. It's all he has left. And that makes sense. Um, yeah, and so, um, you know, he, that's that's what he said, and so I'm, I'm glad that your family and friends are all okay, because yeah, a lot of people in Japan are definitely not so fortunate. We're getting close to, I think it's 10,000 fatalities now. Mm, I heard it was eight and there are 10,000 missing, so it could possibly be 18,000. Yeah, exactly, because at some point they're going to realize those people they haven't found yet are all dead. And I saw on the news when I was eating dinner that they found someone after just today. So was that eight days? It was alive? It was alive. Because, well, I know that they're, like in Haiti, they found people two weeks later. Yeah. And that was as long as anything after that. Probably when we were in high school, when did the Mexico City quake hit the big one? They found that kid who had been drinking his own pee for two weeks. Oh my God. I don't remember that. That's how he lived, by drinking his pee. Smart kid, though. A maybe, drastic measure there. Maybe he watched Dune. Maybe. Remember yes. they wore or those Waterworld. suits. They wore those suits that recycled. Did Waterworld recycle the P too? I think so. Yeah, that was a bad movie. So Kaji Mahalo for the email and listeners. You know, especially those of us on the Pacific Rim or the Ring of Fire. So yeah. those of us anywhere in California, wrap Oregon, your bottles Washington, in bubble wrap. and Alaska. You know, I, if if I'm thinking about it twice, maybe you should too. Um, I am so. What I'm thinking about doing is um, getting myself some nice, cheap, crappy rum in a plastic bottle because I don't even have any anymore. Yeah. You know, the big 1.75. Sure. Um, dumping it out and then putting nice rum in the yeah, plastic bottle. Because if bottle. your whole house falls down, I would want to be drinking rum in front of my house. No, I mean I'm serious. Yes, I really <laughs> would. Yeah, I really <laughs> it falls would. Down. Okay, this next email <laughs> comes from Joe and Mike, and they wrote this email while they were drinking at Chef Ch- Shangri-La in Chicago, or near Chicago. They wrote, Tiki, 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 drinky, 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 drinky. My friend and I were just having a few Mai Tais at our favorite bar and thinking about what you guys said about giving more to Japan. We each donated $50 from our phones while drinking, so if we can do it, anyone can. We hope that the Red Cross will use our donation to the best and help people that really need it. Joe and Mike at Chef Shangri-La. Well, that's great. Give your drunken money to a good cause. Yeah, and I hope it wasn't the booze that convinced you to donate. I hope you would have anyway. Well, that's okay, though, if the booze made him do it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I mean, you donated. Now, this one comes from Tiki Rexy. Aloha, sunshine. I donated $10 through my cell phone company, and I felt very good about it. 
Then I saw your Twitter about $10 not being that much and I felt guilty. Now, I'll hold on there. I didn't mean for people to feel guilty, but then he goes on to say, I'm not saying that you made me feel guilty, but you were right about something. I am blessed with electricity, food, and flushing toilets, and many people in Japan don't have any of that. I donated more money today. I don't even care about a tax deduction. You know what? I guess I don't either because I never save any receipts from the donations. I would never even remember last year that I... Yeah. If, next I, year, I'm not going to remember if I gave 50 bucks. And when you, know? you donate online, they tend to send you email receipts, yeah. which are legal, but I never... Well, it's also, I never you, you know, them. if you donate close to Goodwill, you can get a receipt from them. Yeah. Did you know that? So, but who remember, does? listeners, keep the receipts because you definitely can declare that stuff, but I always forget. Um, he says, I live in Indiana and I have no idea what an earthquake is like, but we do have tornadoes and I lived through a very bad one when I was younger. We lost our trailer, and he says, yes, it was a trailer. <laughs> just thinking to myself, a trailer, huh? But it, but it was our home. For two years, we lived with friends until we could get another place. We are lucky, and I know it. Thanks for getting me to think about my donation, and you should do one of your giveaways for people who make big donations. I think ZTL fans would really give Tiki Rex. How about a plastic bottle of rum? Well, I can't ship that. No, you can't ship rum? No, you can't. Um, but um, we do have just such a giveaway today to encourage some folks to donate bigger. Bigger and better. Bigger, yes. Now, if you want to send us a note here in the Zen Tiki Lounge, you can send that to mail at zentikilounge.com or you can go on Facebook and find our Facebook fan page, like us, and then send us a message. Send a direct message or just post something on the wall of Zen Tiki Lounge Facebook page. because My Facebook page. I generally check it every day. And yes, there's Starshine Tiki. You can friend her on Facebook or you can friend Kehlani Tiki. But or not you Pumpkin. Can friend Sunshine Tiki, but not Pumpkin because she is anti-social. Facebook retarded and like anti-social. Like the Unabomber. <laughs> he was, he was uh, anti-social? He lived in a wooden shack in the middle of the forest, did he not? You know, I think you're right. Yes. I'm not going to debate you because no, I don't. I don't know one way or the because other. Because I know I'm right. So, um, listeners, thank you very much for the comments um, on Japan and your support and the donations you're making. We're going to talk a little bit more about uh, donations here. I can't imagine having an earthquake that big. I mean, the biggest one. Right. I, it's I terrifying, know. isn't it? Seven point five is the biggest yeah. I've lived through. And and listeners, something to remember about earthquakes: each decimal point is 10 times bigger. So when you go from 7.0 to 7.1, that earthquake is now 10 times bigger than the 7.0 or seven or 10 times as much energy yeah. is released. You may not go like, oh, I feel that was 10 times more powerful. But um, so an 8.0 is 100 times more energy released than a 7.0. So that is a California thing to do when an earthquake hits. You look at each other and go, that was a five. It was a 4.3. Oh, no, we, we totally do that. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, always, always. And okay. I watch um, House Hunters on TV, and when they go through those houses and they have, they hang pictures above the bed. Yeah. Do you ever see it? It's always in the Midwest or something. I'm like, that picture's going to fall on their head. They're going to die. Oh, yeah. You know? Right, but they don't live in an earthquake. <laughs> no, area, they don't. So. But <laughs> All right, so um, we're going to get to some more serious stuff. We're going to talk about uh, a lot of the stuff going on in Japan and how uh, you can help. So we hope you sip a cocktail along with us. Sit back, relax, and hang on for just a moment. Listeners, we're back. What the fuck are we talking about now? Well, we're talking about. I have a list of things. I, I you always do. I was prepared. Well, I, I don't always, but uh, generally, I do try to be 
um, a little prepared. And so the first thing I want to talk about is the the morning, or it was late evening here when the Japan earthquake happened. I saw it on TV. Exactly. As the tsunami happened. And so watching the tsunami race across the Pacific Ocean at 500 miles an hour fucked up shit as well was... was surreal mm-hmm. i mean so the soon we i was watching the live shots of the tsunami hitting japan mm-hmm. and then the seismologists in the united states and from noaa the north what is it what does noaa stand for north something let's make north old age <laughs> I don't know. hermaphrodites where did you get the h from hermaphrodites I just, you know, that's the first okay. word that popped so, in my head. Um, it's hermaphrodites. So the scientists from NOAA <laughs> and, uh, and uh, the Caltech seismology department here in California were saying, okay, so there is a tsunami heading towards us. At this point, uh, we think the waves will be less than three meters, which will be nothing more than um, what Surfing a... Surfing weather. What, well, exactly. No, nothing. Um, and they didn't really expect too much, but they were worried about Hawaii because they said Hawaii could get up to six meters now. So, and so I, I have, uh, you know, friends in Hawaii, um, uh, Everett Peacock, friend of the lounge mm-hmm. is in Hawaii, Donald in Hawaii, Aaron in Hawaii. Uh, there's, um, uh, oh, I'm forgetting, um, uh, Randy in Hawaii. And but they, Hawaii has a rather sophisticated system in place. They right? do. So all along the Pacific and Japan and most of the Asian uh, countries that are on the other side of the Pacific have the um, Pacific Tsunami Warning System. Japan does have the most advanced of the warning systems mm-hmm. um, and good for them. But uh, the U.S. is, is pretty well uh, not protected but covered with the sonar buoys and things like that that tell you that the water is moving upwards to run for your life pretty much and yeah. the sirens go off and it's tons of fun and uh so do you mm, know where the uh, only fatalities from uh, on the california coast from the tsunami were we went there on vacation i don't know what town it was but i know that it was from some Chris- jack jackhole that was just trying to watch it. It was Crescent City. We went there on yes, vacation. Yes, we did to go see lighthouses. Mm-hmm. And that is the one of the places on the, I guess, on the West Coast that has been most has has had the most tsunamis and the most damage. Like something like thirty in the last hundred years. So it's just something like their angle of yeah. shore, the way and that they like yeah. they kind of dip in, and then the ring of the Pacific Rim is right there, so it, yeah. it's more intense. But, yeah. So wasn't it the guy went out to go watch? Yes, it? Yes, he did. Went out to go watch, and the tsunami. he died. He died. Because he was stupid. Yes. And and let that be a listen to everyone. When when the tsunami sirens go off... Get away from it. Yeah. Yes, go inland. Yes, it's like yes. if there's a fire don't alarm. Don't go your, in the house, leave. Don't get your video camera that no one will ever see the shots of mm-hmm. because the water wiped your battery and memory and you're dead. And you. Um. So, you know, too bad the gentleman died, but that's kind of a... a stupidity move. Uh, Darwin kind of thing. When I saw the tsunami on the TV, uh, the senator and I were watching it, you know, as it happened. Which, yeah. Um, I was thinking, I wonder how high that is because it doesn't seem like it's that high when you watch it. And then From you read, the air. It's yeah. 30 you, feet. Yeah. It's 30 feet yes. of water. No, I know. That's fucking terrifying. That's <laughs> 10 meters yeah, of water. Is... And they were measuring in meters, which, you know, here in the U.S., some people don't translate so quickly, but I'm like, every meter is three feet high. Yeah. So 10 meters is 30 feet. And they're expecting three meters in Hawaii. That's nine feet of water coming up all at one time. And, you know, the average wave is what? Like 10 to 20 feet uh, in width? 
No, these waves were like a mile to two miles in width. They just keep coming. So, like I said, watching the tsunami racing across the Pacific was surreal. And so the news was shots going back to Japan of towns like Sendai just completely Mm. wiped off the map. And they had that one where the water was going towards that bridge and people were on the bridge. Watching it. like, drive away. No, and there were other shots where people who didn't evacuate as quickly as they should have. This is in Sendai. And you saw from the helicopter the video of the tsunami and the cars going up the road and then the tsunami just wiping them out. Yeah, because and you don't think, I mean, you have no concept unless, I mean, now that we've seen it, but this makes th- me a 30 drink, foot wave coming at you. And it's not like a wave, like I used to have nightmares when a little of a, t- of a tidal wave hitting me. Right. And it looked like a wave. This was, this is just like the blob coming at you. Yeah. You know. And it's endless. Yeah. And just hundreds of homes just, and the interesting thing is so many of the buildings and homes, like they don't break apart. Just the whole building just goes and it floats away. I mean, there were buildings the size of football fields that were like industrial buildings mm -hmm. where the whole thing was just picked up off its foundation. that's fascinating that it's still floating out there. Yes, and just, and just went. And that old man they found last week sitting on his roof. Lucky guy. Very lucky guy. So... And so that was what I believe was appropriate coverage mm-hmm. of the earthquake and the tsunami. Um, and then you advance to now. And the coverage that we are seeing here in the United States, no more tsunami, no more, no more people being pulled out of the rubble, no more these people need help, no more humanitarian relief, no. The U.S. media has latched on to... The nuclear plants melting down. This is a new story. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely and right. And as a result, donations to charitable organizations have dropped dramatically. Well, sure, because they're because not now that side of it. Americans are like, ooh, how does this affect me? Or it's just that and it's not in the media anymore. They don't. Well, which maybe, is, maybe and, everything's okay. And honestly, well, and, I, and I know that because of free speech, this would never happen. But I seriously think that our news agencies should be held accountable in an international court of law for all of the additional people who die from not having water or food or et cetera. That would have had more people still been tuned in and outraged that these people were not being helped and that the money wasn't coming in to take care of them. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, this will never happen, but it's just it's just beyond ridiculous. And, and you know, the tsunami hit Hawaii, and that was like... Here, if, if I were to make an audio comment of the tsunami hitting Hawaii as far as what we saw here on the west coast of California, it was something like, boop. Well, but I mean, in reality, it's a nine-foot wave hitting Hawaii. But but I mean, there were still buildings that were lost. No sure. No lives lost that I, I know. Um, there were a couple uh, docks and harbors that were just completely uprooted and turned over. Mm-hmm. You know, um, no loss of life again, but still definitely damage. And all we heard was, boop. Well, Japan was the big story. And and Japan, you know, kind of what we heard was boop. Yes. And now that's over. We're not hearing about that anymore. Which is surprise. I mean, maybe it's because, and I don't, I mean, I think that when Haiti had the earthquake, we heard so much more. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because of the the economics of, I mean, Haiti was poor and it totally wiped out there. And, and you were absolutely right that the U.S. views Japan as an industrialized country that has lots of resources and therefore, well, we don't have to be so worried about them. They'll take care of themselves. Well, the Japanese government has just admitted, which the American government would never do this, has just admitted 
they responded too late in several ways. And they're saying, America, we need your help. The rest of the world, we need your help. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good Which, for them. Yes. Whereas America, well, depending on the president, I would imagine, I would hope that our current president would say, we need help if we need help. Mm-hmm. But the president before him, not a chance in hell. No, no, no. No, because look what happened to Katrina. He exactly. didn't, he actually refused help from people and said, thanks so much, but we're good. Yeah, and we weren't. And no, we weren't. And we still aren't. Mm-hmm. Louisiana is still a clusterfuck. Well, yes, it's... And, and, well, anyway. So, um, now I want to, I want to, I want to challenge our listeners to do something great here before I go on and, and rant, rant about... Rant some more? About what is making me angry about this. But through my anger or distrust of certain agencies like the media and the government, I hope people are thinking, you know, what can I do about this? But here's one thing you can do right now. Um, You can uh, go to the American Red Cross, their website, and you can um, donate. And uh, here's why I think um, you should donate to the American Red Cross. Now, um, one of the oldest... um, aid organizations in the world. And I'm just going to read a little bit of this. Uh, Since it was founded in 1881 by Clara Barton, the American Red Cross has been the nation's premier emergency response organization, part of a worldwide movement that offers neutral humanitarian care. Let me quote that. Neutral humanitarian care. Meaning, they are going to help people, and they're not even concerned about, well, we're going to help you, but we're also going to tell you about Jesus. Here's a pamphlet on Scientology. Yes. Anything, you know, right, it's, right. Yeah, there's no... They're uh, just to help. So if you are somebody who is not affiliated with any particular religion, but you still feel like it is the human thing to do to take care of people, mm-hmm. donate to the Red Cross. I'm not saying don't donate to religious organizations that are also assisting, but I'm just saying that the Red Cross gives 91 cents of every dollar you donate is going directly to the humanitarian services, whereas... This is a statement of averages. The average Christian organization, for example, less than 75% and some are even more, even lower, actually actually goes to the actual aid organization. Part of that fee is printing the pamphlet to give out. Sure, sure it is. It's for paying for the the buildings they house their churches in. Mm -hmm. It's for all kinds of things. But... The American Red Red Cross is non-denominational, non-religious. You could call it secular if you want. Um, And over the years, the organization has expanded its services, um, always with the aim of preventing and relieving suffering. They used to focus only on aiding the victims of war, and they have since expanded to um, aiding victims of devastating natural disasters, such as um, the Mm -hmm. Japan earthquake relief. So... Um, a lot of people who work with the American Red Cross far more volunteer based than other aid organizations. So therefore, that's how they can make sure 91 cents of every dollar is going to the actual relief effort because a huge portion of, um, you know, what these aid agencies, um, do with their money, not the Red Cross is their legal fees. Mm-hmm. flying people all over the place. The American Red Cross is really good with partnering with um, like airlines, for example, who will say, if it's relief effort, we're not going to charge you for the plane ticket. Mm-hmm. Whereas good. other aid organi- organizations aren't always so savvy. They don't They don't use those best well, they practices. They might not be as trustworthy as the Red well, Cross. Well, that's true. And I would imagine that a lot of, you know, like airlines, for example, or the companies who 
make the things that are needed, mm-hmm. like the medical needs and the and the you know packaged water and all these things, they're probably more likely to give to the Red Cross because it's not affiliated with a particular religion. Mm-hmm. They just help people. They have a great track record. So it only helps make them look better. It's a safe bet, you know, all those kinds of things. So listeners, if you make, and this is to the first two people, first of all, if you make any donation to the American Red Cross or any other agency, you know, good on you. It's, it's, it's going to be, you know, helpful. And don't look at Japan as an industrialized country that doesn't need our help because there are literally hundreds of thousands of people that are totally screwed right now. Sure, but I mean, the thing is, you think of Japan as this highly industrialized, very good economically nation, and so, you know, very forward-thinking and all that. Right, so right. it's hard to, I mean, but the fact remains that they do need help. But they, you don't see absolutely. them like that, you know? Absolutely. So for the first two listeners who donate $100 or more, and are willing to provide us proof of that, meaning you send a email receipt mm-hmm. um, or a scan of a receipt that is dated March 18th or later, because it needs to be at or after this podcast posting. Unless they've given 100 in the last week. No. No, you You, wanted, you already gave. You yeah, want them to give another because, 100? <laughs> no, because this is, this is to encourage more people oh, to I donate. See. Which I did think about that, but this is to encourage more people to donate. So the first two people who donate $100 or more, we are going to send you, and thank goodness I found these in my suitcase. Um, we we were giving out for some time the um, the book, The Parrot Talks and Chocolate by Everett Peacock, who again lives in Hawaii, Maui specifically, and no damage where he's at. He's actually quite a bit above ground or mm-hmm. above sea level. Um, we're glad he's all right and his family's okay. And, uh, but anyway, so this book, The Parrot Talks and Chocolate, is an awesome, awesome beach or pool read. Um, it's Vegas just, read. it's very kickback. It is only going to make you feel uh, relaxed and uh, carry your cares away. Um, it is not something that is going to stress you out. Uh, it is just a great read. And the book just, you, you can just breeze through it in a nice weekend. Hmm. Um, and I've read it four times now and, and I sunshine don't doesn't read, read. <laughs> <laughs> so um I have had a couple of stressful weeks and so a couple months back I read it for the fourth time and if I can get through a book in a week the you average can read reader, all the big words now the average reader can get through it in a day or two um but uh, and all four hosts of the Zen Tiki Lounge will autograph the book for oh, you wow. and we will send you a Zen Tiki Lounge t-shirt as well. I'll have to go so, find Kehlani. So, yes. Well, yeah, it's hard to dig her up sometimes, <laughs> but we'll do it. So, again, the first two listeners who are willing to send us an email that is a forward of the email receipt from the aid organization they donate to, I'd love you to donate to the American Red Cross because, again, 91 cents of every dollar going directly to the humanitarian relief. And then make sure you click on the button that actually says Japan Relief, or it could be going anywhere. But you know what? If you just donate in general to the American Red Cross, that's fine with me. But if you donate to any other organization, even if it's a religious organization, I'm not going to say that people with religious affiliations can't participate in this little promotion because I don't think that would be fair. Um, And I'm not that against religion. I'm just pretty against it. Only on Fridays. We need another drink. I noticed you totally sucked your drink I have had 
fuck work's busy, all right? I work at college. <laughs> the spring semester is fucking insane. So we will send you the, um, and yeah, so anyway, I thought I had given out all these books when we were doing the previous promotions. Um, and then mating. And well, <laughs> and then I realized I, I was going through my suitcase the other day and I found two fresh uncracked copies. Uh, and so perfect that we do this. So you'll get the book by Everett Peacock, The Parrot Talks and Chocolate, and a Zen Tiki Lounge t-shirt that you can wear proudly um, and you can just send us uh, again an email forward of the receipt that you get from the online donation or an actual scan of a receipt that you can email to us at mail at zentikilounge.com so unfortunately if you just make some kind of a donation that doesn't provide any kind of receipt I'm sorry but we're not going to be able to um, reward you but you're still going to feel great about that donation yeah, on the made. inside you'll feel good and yes. that's all that matters that's all that matters okay so so back to something. Back to these things that are just—I mean, this is driving me crazy. So, like I said, the American media has switched to showing us humanitarian efforts or the need for humanitarian efforts or the devastation to the nuclear disaster. And oh my God, you—you you know how I feel about politics. Yeah, I try to avoid the that Republican topic, Party here in the United States is using the nuclear scare in Japan as a tactic to advance their own political agenda rather than helping people who are homeless or need help. So the a couple key, I'm sure that this is not all Republicans because it is never a good idea to say all. Just 91%. When you say all, all the time, well, that's how Hitler happened. I mean, you have to always make sure that you all is never probably the right answer. Never probably the right answer. I don't know if that's grammar. I don't think that's yeah. very. I don't anyway, think that's Anyway, carry good. on. So, um, so there are a couple key Republicans who are saying, "Oh, well, you know what? This this is just proof that um, uh, nuclear power is dangerous, and so the president, uh, President Obama, is using nuclear is proposing new nuclear power plants as part of his energy independence from the foreign oil solution, mm -hmm. and and therefore we need to learn from Japan's mistake, and uh, we need to not build nuclear power plants, and therefore Obama is Satan." it's too soon to be jumping on that you know about it is certainly you, too because soon. you just look like a douche but you know what there are too many americans who are not recognizing their douchebaggery well i mean it's it's like you wait if your grandma died yesterday and turning around and bagging on you know it's just it's too soon right yeah, no it's, it's way too soon so we don't even know why the nuclear power plants because there's more mm -hmm, than one mm -hmm. are failing we don't even know why we know that they're not getting electrical power and we know that their backup systems have failed but we don't know why well i heard a news report yesterday it said it wasn't the earthquake that damaged them it was the tsunami yes it was and the, the tsunami. tsunami damaged their systems like yes. it made them so and that caused the damage but they were built to withstand some tsunami mm -hmm. waves yeah and so for example here in california uh we have a plant at san onofre the big boobs plant yes it looks like two giant breasts see with nipples see the movie naked gun naked gun <laughs> because if you haven't seen the naked gun movie go watch it on netflix yep. or rent it now and they drive by the nuclear power plant in san onofre and of course leslie nielsen bless He's, his departed soul oh, i miss him uh, he says he, something like, I miss my girlfriend or something yes, like that. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, and it's it's hilarious. So um, and so anyway, um, that plant, for example, when it was built in the 60s, I believe, it was built to withstand both a certain magnitude earthquake and a tsunami. They were thinking about these things. Now, so was this plant in Sendai, Japan. Mm -hmm. However, their, Mother Nature 
doesn't exactly give you a blueprint of here's how I'm going to f with you. Yes. So bitch, bitch that she so is. So you can't ever actually be prepared to deal with Mother Nature, whether it be hurricane, tsunami, rain, flood, earthquake. I mean, you just can't. It's it's retarded even almost to say this is is Mother Nature proof. Or no, this is, yeah. It, this will fuck with you. Yes, because you know what? Okay, so an 8 point, what, 8 point, what was this earthquake? 9, I 8.9? Okay, mm-hmm. so one of the biggest earthquakes ever recorded, I think a 9 point something is the biggest ever recorded, but it was far enough away from civilization that we didn't, you know, millions of people didn't die. But they're pretty sure that the Krakatoa uh, explosion, that was a um, volcano that exploded, mm-hmm. Um, the explosion it resulted in a ten point something, but they had no Richter scales back then. So. I don't even, you know, if that happened in California, a ten point something, I think I'd spend the rest of my life sleeping on a soccer field or something in the open. You know, yes. <laughs> well, a ten point anything in a large metropolitan area, and you know, California really will slide off into the ocean. I mean, you know, we would actually but, have beachfront property. So we don't know the exact issues with the nuclear meltdown in um, Japan. And of course, the news media has picked up on, you know, yes, there is a nuclear plume that is being released from uh, one of the plants, at least. And yes, we have a satellite mapping that can try and track the radiation cloud. And yes, it is heading for the United... It's heading for us. We're sitting in the Zentiki Lounge, and it is heading for us... And I am not worried in the least. No, I think it's more dangerous if you were eating fried food. Like yes. for your heart and stuff. Yes, of you eat radiation. cheeseburgers, french fries, and yeah. fried food every day and, and don't exercise. exercise and, yeah. and, and you're Smoking incredibly and obese. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you, you, the, uh, that is probably more dangerous because listeners, you know, you may not realize this, but people who spend one or more hours a day in the sun get more radiation that is currently about to float over California. So that says something to me now. Stop me, baking yourself. I don't get outside much, except except since we quit except in the summer or when I want to try and get a little color before mm-hmm. like Tiki Oasis or something. I haven't been in the sun since I quit that job where you work, and it shows <laughs> because I'm white. You as are a ghost. Yes, um, you and and your skin looks younger for it. Oh, thank you. So uh, again. It is a whole lot of hype right now. And, you know, I believe generally in scientific people. I trust science. Yes, I do too. And the scientists who are even known in the scientific world to be a little alarmist, even they are saying, we're not too worried about this at this point. I mean, I suppose it could get worse. Mm -hmm. But they're saying even if they had a complete meltdown of what, all four reactors, um... The odds of all of it coming like straight for us. Oh my God! It's coming right for Los Angeles. Um, are are it can go to L.A. Are, are really are really unlikely. And if anyone, if anyone needs to worry about significant uh, radiation poisoning, it's actually Hawaii mm-hmm. because Hawaii is half the distance, uh, roughly, uh, between um, Japan and the or between uh, Japan and the United States or the coast of California. And, um, but even, even in Hawaii, they don't anticipate any significantly measurable amount of radiation at Mm -hmm. all. And, uh, low doses of radiation, um, can be counteracted by, it's some kind of iodide something pill. 
um, which has been known to work for like 60 years. They've known that this is a remedy that at low doses of radiation mm-hmm. um, prevent and or reverse uh, radiation poisoning and um, don't necessarily prevent the cancer you might get 30 years later. But no. but um, you know, but you, but, go but you don't die now. Yeah, yeah, everybody you know everybody's got to go. Now who's going? I mean, I've been on most of the major news sites, but it must be the local ones are going apeshit over the radiation. Then ABC, CBS, NBC. Yeah. Um, you know, like last night's news, for example, was nothing but radiation plume. Yeah. mapping. I like to read weird. I mean, I like BBC and I like Salon and yes. Slate and weird shit. And so I don't I don't usually watch the local. Sh- I like watching it at eleven. But you know, I've always well, at least the last two years, I've always really liked Huffington Post. Mm-hmm. They just got bought out. Yes, I know they did. And I can't remember who it is, but it's like, is it, it's not Fox, is it? Or Ted Turner or one of those. God, but it's, Ted it's Turner, one of, it's one of those right wing yeah. affiliated, um, agencies that I'm basically thinking, is there any reason to read the Huffington Post that anymore? It'd be interesting to watch and Cause I still, I still have been reading and I haven't actually, no, yes, I have. I have noticed the slant change already because I was just because re- I tend to read it on my iPhone before I go to bed, and I actually did not put two and two together two nights ago when I was reading this. But I read two of the most anti-Obama articles that I have ever read in the like, Huffington well, Post. Changed already, then. So they have already changed. And listener can remind me if it was Ted Turner or Fox or is Ted Turner Fox? Is it? No, he's no, TNT. He so anyway, so you know, it there no, are TBS, Turner Broadcasting, TNT, Turner it's Netflix, something. Oh, shit. It's, Who knows? It's tits and ass. Tits I don't and know. ass, that's it. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. Um, but it's just well, it's hard to find. And now, oh goodness, and totally unrelated to Japan, but NPR, mm-hmm. uh, National Public Radio, which um I know a lot of people say is totally slanted to the left. Well, which um why we like that's it. why we like it. Yeah. Um, even though, you know, I'm independent, I'm not declared with either party, but definitely I lean left. And I do. Yeah, I couldn't tell. I do. Um, us gays tend to lean left. (laughs) There aren't many, there aren't many log cabins out there. There's a few log cabin Republicans, but there's, there's not a few. I would think that would be hard. And do you think, and do you think they call themselves, yes, do you think they call themselves log cabin Republicans because of the hardwood reference? You know, I (laughs) read, I mean, I don't know. I've always wondered. I seriously have. I did read an article. It was probably about a month ago about how there was um, a big Republican convention and the Republican convention, there is a a gay subgroup and they were invited and to be part of it. And a bunch of the Christian uh, groups dropped out. They protested. Well, and we so, didn't need them anyway. Well, no, and the Repo- the Republican convention was like, you know, we need to embrace all, every part of us. Right. And, you know, for a long time they've pretended that perhaps there's no gay men that would be Republican. Right. But now that now they seem to be turning. Yeah. But the Christian, the Christian right does not like that. No, of course they don't. So. Of well, course they don't. The only, the only thing they like is advancing um, ignorance mm-hmm. and uh, hate and bigotry. And they disguise it as... But we just have good morals. They and, disguise it as Americana, which is they do. Yes, ass. that is true because our our forefathers, uh, a good half of them, were actually um, pot smoking non religious people. Awesome. They grew their own pot, and half of them actually didn't um, uh, have affiliations to any particular religion. That's how it should be. 
I know. I know. <laughs> you can have a few religious people. You can have a few non-religious people. You can have a bunch of people in the middle. That would just be perfect. But you can only have the the non and the religious. That should be a prerequisite. Can you get along with other people and their religions? And let's go talk about it. Not yeah. this polarization. That's you know? right. So now I was saying how you have these major members of the Republican Party. And notice how that I'm not mentioning names because specifics are not important. But listeners, you are intelligent people. We don't have stupid listeners of this podcast. No. And Drunk. while and drunk. while this show, yes, we do have some drunk asses. Drunk, drunk. But while this show is generally lighthearted and shenanigans, mm-hmm. we're today, angry to, underneath. To, to, <laughs> today's podcast is not. We're we're keeping it pretty serious here. But I think it. it I think the the heaviness or levity of uh, the last two weeks it, it demands that, and just goes to show. You can have any kind of drunken conversation in a tiki bar. It is always appropriate. Sure it is, and it's more appropriate. It's more fun when you've been drinking. Well, yes, that's true. So um, so you have these major members of the Republican Party. Listeners, go online and look. It, it will not be hard to find. I'm not making this crap up. Um, who are saying, you know, this nuclear thing, we, we were against Obama's energy policy, and, uh, you know, Obama's evil, et cetera, et cetera. And, and don't get me wrong. Obama's done some shit I don't agree with. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I have sent him some letters and said, what the hell, dude? Actually said it in those words. Um, and of <laughs> course, that. and of course, that's probably why I now have to refile my taxes and give back $1,400 yes, because system. I said, what the hell, dude, to the president. Um, now, I have not been able to find one article online or in a newspaper or on the news podcast that I listen to mm-hmm. that indicates that any member of the Democratic Party has used Japan's nuclear meltdown to go against energy policy or or anything or anything else like that. These are proponents of big oil. They're taking this opportunity to it sure. is a, see that you are a smart gal. You really are. Well, and and I and I only surround myself with smart people. I mm. actually I don't have any stupid friends. No, I don't, I don't know. I could. We could probably go down a list and we should say yes, no, yes, no, before we agree on that. Well, I have, we have some less thoughtful friends, but I really don't think anyone would be in the stupid category. That might be true because we'd be too mean to them. We would. Yeah. Yes. We're, we're and we really way. don't bash the hell out of any of our friends when they're not around. That's true. Because we're it's all more so f- like-minded. Because it's more fun when they're around. <laughs> yes, it, it sure is. It sure is. <laughs> We'd rather bash them to their face than behind okay. their backs. So um, now that brings me to uh, the last point that I want to make before, you know, before we get to the end of the show. Because, you mm. know, we're 45 minutes in already. And, and then I cry because I won't see you for another three weeks. You don't know that. Well, we're going to see each other in Vegas in a couple weeks. And okay, so let's get lighthearted for a moment. Okay. We're going to Vegas in a couple weeks. For Easter. For Easter, we are going to have because that's how gays and their okay, hags celebrate okay, Easter. <laughs> I want I want to say this now, okay, so that you can start putting this seed in the your husband, the senator's mind. It takes about a month. I do not want mm-hmm. to eat mm-hmm. at the Hilton buffet, mm-hmm. even though that it is free mm-hmm. for Easter Sunday. I can we can do that. I would like to go to a nice Sunday. Brunch. I agree with for you. For Easter Sunday. And it's not because it's Easter in it's been, theory because it's religious. It's because to me, we're going to be in Vegas for a holiday. I want to go to like the Wynn mm-hmm. or Paris or something Paris like that. Paris is a good one. Because they have lots of cheese and cream. So here's and what creepies. you have to do with the Senator. Uh-huh. 
The senator likes to plan things out, and he's uh-huh. a micromanager. You need he to is, start. Yes. <laughs> Damn re- lawyers! You need to start rebelling <laughs> now. Okay, I you will. You need to say, "I don't want to go to buffet on Sunday," and he'll get all pissed for two weeks. I don't weeks. want the free shit show buffet. Yes, and but you need to keep saying that so that when a month comes around, he'll be like, "Well," and then you've won. And I know he doesn't listen to the show. No, he doesn't. So is he gonna go? Is he gonna go crazy when he finds out that the Sunday brunch at at the Win, for example, is like forty two dollars? Hmm. <laughs> what about the Paris? That one's cheaper. Not a lot, but it is. If we warn yeah. him in advance. But the, that's why the, you have to start the, now. The brunch at the Win, I listeners, the Win Casino. Steve Win does not sponsor this podcast in any way because I'm pretty sure we're not quite. The, the caliber. Right. Yeah. Um, but uh, they put on one damn good Sunday brunch. You can have Bloody Marys mm-hmm. or mimosas or champagne. Well, you know, the fact that we've got six free buffets already, uh-huh. if we eat those on Friday and Saturday, I well, don't we see run why. Out. Yes, yes. Yes. And I don't see why he would have a problem since all our meals would have been for free. So... Um, the, they, their Bloody Marys, for example, have you ever had a Bloody Mary that is made from fresh vegetable juice that has actually just juiced? I have not. I had not until I went to the win and I was like, oh my God, I never liked a Bloody Mary, but this one's good. I have made my own vegetable juice. This one's good. And, um, their, the champagne they use, Mm -hmm. not your, not your three to $6 bottle of champagne. The champagne they use is, is pretty up there. It is good stuff. Good. It's a nice dry brute that goes great with the OJ. And they use orange juice that was never concentrated, never frozen. And then they prepare all of their food in very small batches with a chef at each station. And they're nice to you. And the atmosphere is nice. And the forks don't even have any little bits of food on them. Sunshine's when... hungry. I am. I am. I am. <laughs> so, oh, the I wind think buffet. that you start telling them now. Okay. And emphasize the fact that he's giving, he could possibly get Friday and Saturday for free if he wanted to, because we have that, those six free buffets. Right. So possibly he could not pay for any food up until then. Yeah. So that would be a deal. And um, we also need to go on down to Frankie's Tiki Room again. That was and fun. take advantage of, you know, the senators, mm-hmm. the sober gentlemen in our group. And, and hopefully, hopefully there'll be one other person in the group who maybe won't be tossing them back. And we'll have two people who can drive the caravan over to Frankie's Tiki Room from the hotel. We'll have some nice tiki libations. I will pick up another tiki mug or two because Frankie's, a good tiki bar generally has a few different tiki mugs that you can say, yeah, I'll pay $5 more for that and I'll get the mug to take home. And they have a drink there, and I think it's called the Bora Bora or something like that, where they put that like energy drink stuff in there. And do oh, you remember you liked what I it. do you remember what I acted like afterwards? Fucking maniac. I was like Beavis and Beavis <laughs> and Butthead going like like titty caca. And I just, you know. I didn't like that one though. <laughs> I did. I thought it was pretty darn good. Um, okay, so back to uh back to the uh matter at hand. Mm-hmm. So let's let's bring things a little closer to home. So wherever you are listening to this, whether you are in Japan, because we do have a couple hundred listeners in Japan. Awesome. Or whether you are um, in Europe or Australia down under, or you are here in the U.S. or Canada, or um, you are that one single blip that now listens in Antarctica. So we are actually officially There's a on one blip in Antarctica? Seven continents wants to see my well, lovely husky voice we have been downloaded at least once hmm. in yeah, just once antarctica well because it, it's like it's such a small blip i know that it's 10 or less mm-hmm. i don't know if it's 
two or five or eight or one, you know, but at least one time. Awesome. Somebody on the seventh continent downloaded this and then podcast. said this is shit so i don't know if they were with the british royal survey like i was emailing them years ago and saying listen to our podcast you'll love it you'll think of warm tropical sunny places while you're down there in frozenness frozen your ass yeah off. so um no matter where you're listening to this you need to uh look at um japan and realize that you need to be prepared for any natural disaster whether it be uh, hurricane, tsunami, earthquake, uh, fire, flash flood, whatever. Yeah, because if this Here, fucked them up, think how fucked we're going to be. Yes, because, oh. because um, I I judge the United States to be less prepared than Japan. I do And too. Japan is fucked. So yes, if we're, we're less fucked. prepared, we're super fucked. Yeah, <laughs> I totally agree <laughs> yes. with you. When I saw that earthquake, I was like, oh, fuck, we're dead. Because, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, um, I mean, it, it, we already know that our, our infrastructure, mm-hmm. meaning bridges and roads, are 20 years beyond the date they should have been repaired. Mm-hmm. Our freeways, our freeway system, um, we only put Band-Aids and patches on it at this point. We don't actually maintain them, except except here in Orange County they where we live. They are fucking obsessed. Where we have one of the nicest damned freeway systems in the entire country and the smoothest roads and interchanges that are like a breeze. They're just obsessed with And then as soon as you cross the border into LA County, you come to a screeching halt <laughs> and every every stretch of freeway when it's you like, are ah. when you are actually moving more than 10 miles an hour, yeah, it's like Yeah, so I would have been interested if if Japan had that high of an earthquake and there was not a tsunami, pretend there wasn't a tsunami, right. I wanted to see what the damage would have been without that. Because that's really, I mean, for us, we're uh, not going to have a Huntington Beach will have a tsunami. We're not having a tsunami. Right. You we're, know? we're 212 feet yeah. high inland. And so they don't show the rest of Japan, but it doesn't really sound like the rest of Japan, they sound they, like they're fine. There it's, was major damage in Tokyo, which was like, I think, 200 miles away. But I mean, like deaths are just... No, like, like, uh, you know, everything falling off shelves yeah. and well, there's no, some deaths, some deaths, but everything falling off shelves, you lose all the inventory in stores and restaurants and, and, and markets and but things like 18, that. And they don't people. have power and yes, but not those not, people were lost in the tsunami. Correct. And that's what correct. I'm interested. I wanted to see what that high of an earthquake did to what would essentially be our area. Right. I mean, we're close to the beach, but there's no fucking tsunami. It's gonna very similar population centers yes. as far as the numbers of people concentration. But we are more spread out, whereas they're more concentrated. Mm-hmm. They have higher population density than I mean, we do here because we're all about urban sprawl. We obviously have just as many people living on the coast, though. So we'll see. Yes. That you know that yes. could be interesting. Um, there are. I just. I just. When I was going into LA the last time, I did not realize that they had updated the um, population on the board where it says "Welcome to Los Angeles." Mm-hmm. It is now five million people. Oh, went up from the four huh? in they Los Angeles. Yeah, and that's a lot of people. And then Santa Ana, which is the largest uh, city in, here in um, uh, Orange County, getting close to three quarters of a million people. I had no idea. In, I had no idea here in Orange County that Santa Ana was yeah. that big. Anaheim, which is the next biggest city in Orange County, they're now well over 330,000. And the last time I saw the sign updated, it was 250. Hmm. So every 10 years, we update our, our census results. So earthquake preparedness, for example, you should plan on... Now, this is where I just... I really disagree with even the Red Cross. Mm-hmm. They say, be prepared to have enough food and water and emergency supplies for 72 hours. Hmm. I think the more realistic number, and I've seen this, and I am personally prepared for a month. Wow. But 
they say two weeks or more. Mm-hmm. Two weeks or more of food, water, your medications, uh, blankets, um, and uh, uh, emergency supplies, etc. And maybe a little extra for your neighbors who are not prepared. And be- because here's the thing. For every person who is prepared, there are at least 50. six who are <laughs> not. And when those people who are not prepared go long enough without the basic necessities... They will loot your home. They will break in mm-hmm. and they will shoot you. Where are you? St- is this in a trash can or you just mean in your house? In my in my garage mm-hmm. are two of those like 100-gallon tubs with a snap-close mm-hmm. lid filled with um, uh, individual one-gallon bottles of water, um, dozens of cans of food, um, and then in the upper container are the bottles of alcohol, hydrogen peroxide, cotton balls, medications. I thought you were just going to say alcohol. No, <laughs> no. Although, again, I'm going to invest in putting nice rum in cheap plastic bottles. Um, no, and then also um, uh, solid fuel for um, a stove mm-hmm. so that um, if we did somehow have access to a water source, not knowing that it's safe, mm-hmm. you can boil the water. Yes. I have the little chlorine tabs for water as well. Um, and I mean, there's just all, I, I even put, I know this is silly, but I, cause we'll, I, we're planning on no electricity, no flushing toilets, no nothing like that. So I even put in there old magazines to read. Oh my Lord. <laughs> and books and um, blankets and all kinds of things. And now that that kit is, you know, that particular kit is a year old. So we are now in the process of going through it and using up all those canned goods and replenishing and doing a first in, first out, or as we know in the food industry, FIFO. Mm, FIFO. Um, to make fun. sure. And now canned goods are generally good for two to three or four years, but mm-hmm. I, I want to rotate every year. So when we were stocking our kit, we decided to spend a little more and we actually bought things that we actually use all the time, like canned chili and canned soup and canned vegetables. So I don't, well, and we bought one thing that we, we never do, but I figured, you know what? If we've had the big one, I'm going to be okay with not watching my calories and my sodium. Yeah, I don't And I'm going to eat something that I loved as a kid, effing SpaghettiOs. Oh, I hate SpaghettiOs. I oh, like me the SpaghettiOs. I'll starve before I eat I them. also like me the Chef Boyardee cheesy macaroni. Mm. And uh, and anyway, and then we also, because, you know, I'm, I'm an avid camper and I like backpacking and taking everything in and not yes, having any do. electricity and everything. Um, the, the, the freeze dried meals where you just add like two cups of boiling See, water. I would starve. I won't eat any of it. And I think it's all disgusting. Those freeze dried meals. Okay. For example, chicken cacciatore. Mm-mm. I won't okay. eat anything with meat in it. It is good. They, I know they have some pasta ones. They do. And they I've have vegetarian it. and vegan yeah, ones. I know. And they are good. Okay. There is one, for example, scrambled eggs with, with bell peppers, ham, and bacon and whatever. It's a Denver omelet. Well, that's a Denver omelet, yeah. It's good. It's good. It well, I'm just saying. So you go to your local you go to your local uh sport chalet mm-hmm. or uh whatever REI. Uh, bass outlet or bass whatever outlet. whatever it is that you have, and you need to get stuff and you need to put it in some kind of a container that is semi- Crush proof. I mean, that it holds its own shape. Yeah. You don't want to put it in a bag. And it doesn't need to be a big a old sack. metal container. Right, it but needs it needs to be, to be something that is waterproof with a lid. And here's why it needs to be waterproof. In an earthquake, we're not worried about a flood. Mm-hmm. You're worried about 
everything falling down on you. So you want something that has like rigid sides and a lid and you. you want it to be watertight so that let's just say the water containers inside the bigger container break. Mm -hmm. Who cares? They're still inside a tub. Yeah. So um, anyway, so you want redundancy built into your earthquake preparedness and your emergency kit. Um, and if you live in a place... Um, like uh, the listeners who wrote in and said they lived in Indiana, which they suffered a tornado and lost their trailer. And I know it makes me giggle, but... Well, but, my grandmother, you know, my father, they lived in Minnesota and they lived through tornadoes. So it's the same, you know. You my great-grandparents lived in Lake Elsinore, California, and they lived in a trailer for as long as I ever knew them. And I will tell you was the damn nicest trailer ever I saw. It was, it was like a, a triple wide with yeah. giant bay windows and these giant hanging green sheer curtains and shag carpeting and this long, long, long table in their dining room that at Thanksgiving could seat like 20. Nice. And, um, and I also remember they had the first TV that ever came with a remote and it was like this little box and it had no batteries and you would push a button and it would go like chunk and a spark would jump out of no the end shit. of it. I'm not kidding. No I am shit. not kidding. It would, a spark would actually jump out of it and it only had four buttons. It had a button for on, a different button for off, and up and not down. the same button and up and down. It didn't do volume. Well, there were only it, five channels at that that's, time probably. That's true. That's true. And I remember one Thanksgiving or Christmas or something when everyone was over there, um, the T and, and this is another thing, you know, that TV only worked with that remote and um, the TV got on fire awesome. and uh, we got to see a fire extinguisher in action. And when you're like 10 years old, that's just cool. That's you know, what's also cool. cool is when you're in college and you take one and spray it on your friends. A fire extinguisher. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or passing cars. Was totally. Okay. Good. So at work one time we were doing um, uh, emergency preparedness mm -hmm. and we were, and nobody was showing interest in going to this emergency preparedness fair until we put on the flyer you get to try a fire extinguisher. And then, and then everybody came. Yeah, it was like, they you, shoot have, it. you have to make emergency preparedness fun. And destructive <laughs> and, you know. Yes, yes. Um, well, a lot of people also showed up for the demonstration on how to um, uh, bandage a person who had a bone sticking out of their arm. Uh, yes, or so a tree limb impaled them through the chest. Nice. They were excited about that. So they were excited about death mayhem and fire extinguishers. Not so much about how to clear an eye of an obstruction. We had emergency back train chair training, you know, how to take people downstairs, and they chose me because I was the shortest, and yeah. I had to pull push the 300-pound man down the stairs. How's that work for you? It was fine because it's an evac oh, chair. What's an evac chair? It's, what is that? You kind of unfold it, and they lay down, and it kind of is on roll. It's not a roller. It's more like a conveyor belt, and you push uh -huh. them down the stairs. So it kind of goes... D -d 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 yeah. Oh. yeah, and so everyone's standing there going, hee like that as I'm, I'm like, I'm going to drop him. <laughs> but it was fine. Well, in one emergency preparedness thing, um, I got to be a non-survivor. Ah. But you're supposed to lay like you might be a survivor. So the people coming by who are supposed to assess, they come look at you and uh -huh. they, they're supposed to judge real quickly by your wounds if you're worth saving or if you've already expired mm -hmm. I, I hate that word it, yeah. it just i don't i don't i don't ever want to be referred to as expired just say i'm dead or i kick the when you die or, i'm gonna be like oh, yeah, sorry. oh i'm not a battery <laughs> i'm not a bag of cheetos <laughs> i did not expire Some bad spam i have never expired in my whole life okay so anyways so um star do you want to add anything i don't before? i think we've ranted enough for an hour all right I've had my drink. Well, listeners, we want to we want to thank you for joining us in the lounge. We hope that you are going to do something for the folks in Japan 
who, um, and you know what, you know what, maybe you are listening to this show and the economy has, has hit you to a point that you can hardly even put food on your table. Mm-hmm. And so you're not making a donation, but maybe you can donate some of your time in your local community. And because you've done that, then that aid agency has more money that they can send to ah. Japan <laughs> instead. There's people walking into Just doors and windows. The shit out and of me. It's, like, it's crazy here. Uh, so... Even if you can't send money to Japan, we know that you can probably donate some of your time um, to a local agency and take care of somebody else who, you know, may not even have any food to put on their table. Mm -hmm. Or um, they literally are waiting for the next check to come and they're still three days away. And, um, you know, and, and some people... Or even and just donate, go through your closet and donate old clothes to Goodwill. Yes, donate something. Yes, it doesn't, it's not going to go to Japan, but you're still donating something to Always, something. always something you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I want to challenge you all one more time. I know that those things where you can donate $10 through a text message are convenient. But if you're listening to this show, really, that means you have a computer. And it means you probably have a cell phone or some other device that allows you to listen to uh, this show. And that means that... You've got expendable income. Mm -hmm. You may just want to skip a couple days of Starbucks. You may just want to... Obviously, they don't sponsor us. Not the Starbucks. Yeah, I don't go to Starbucks. I'd bathe in Starbucks if they sponsor Um, us. And uh, maybe you skip a a night of cocktails at your local tiki bar. Yes, I said that. Mm. Um, and, And you take that $20, $30 or whatever... And you make a donation or you do something worthwhile with it. I really don't think it's a lot to ask because, again, if you're listening to this show, you are so much more fortunate than other people. And I just encourage you to do something with that fortunosity. Fortunosity. Yes. That's a, yes. That's a train wreck of a word. And we thank you so much for joining us. And why don't you, why don't you take us out, Starshine? I forgot. It's been so long. What am I supposed to say? Well, just figure it out. Well, until next time, listeners. Mahalo. Mahalo.